Happy Sunday, everybody. This is Zach at it again. I'm your host, Zach Cooley. And as part of our monthly spotlight with the Wythe County Technology Center, we are here with nursing instructor Sue Copley. Thank you for being with us today, Sue. Thank you for having me. Uh, I'd like to start off by asking you uh, some questions about yourself. Um, how did you get into the nursing field and what led you to um, become the instructor for this program? Well, I, I knew from probably the second grade that I wanted to become a nurse. Mm -hmm. I broke my arm and had some really nice nurses that took care of me, and I knew that day that that's what I wanted to do. So, so it's been a, a lifelong thing. And um, I just, um, you know, as I grew up, I never did change my mind and went to high school and, you know, kindly took the classes I needed to take in order to go to college and become a nurse. And I went to nursing school right exactly out of high school. And, um, and then, you know, I've been a nurse for 40 years. So and are you it's been a good career. And are you from here? Actually, I grew up in Bluefield, Virginia, uh, and actually attended Bluefield State College. That's where I went to college at. Okay. So. Okay. So how did you end up becoming the instructor of this program? Well, I had, um, I had my previous job before this one. I worked at the health department, uh, and so I worked at the health department through COVID, which was very stressful. Uh, just, you know, just trying to keep up with everything and monitor people that had it. And so it was just a very stressful time. And so is that, started. Is that here in Wythe County Health Department yeah. you worked yes. at? Okay. I worked at the Wythe County Health Department, yes. Well, then you, yes. know, then you know my good friend Barbara Sherrits then. Yes, Barbara and I worked together. And I see, I really... Uh, Enjoyed working with her, and I call her a friend. She's a very sweet lady. Absolutely. Her son is my best friend, and I grew up oh, okay. with that family. Okay. Well, I think, I think maybe I've even heard her talk about you. Oh. Uh, you know, you you know talking about you all being friends. Well, you may have. Jacob and I have been close for many years, and I've known, and Josh and I have been friends for years as well. So. So. Yeah, Barb is a special Barb is a special lady. She means a lot to me. Yes, she is a very special lady. Uh, but anyway, continue. You you were helping people through through COVID. Right, and I, it was just very stressful, and I just I needed a change. And uh, but prior to actually working in the actual health department, um, while I was still employed as you know, a health department employee. I also worked as part of a wellness team. And so I got I got the opportunity to do several classes in teaching, you know, adults, you know, just uh, basic knowledge on lab work and, you know, several different things. And it just, I always enjoyed it. I always enjoyed the preparation and just enjoyed doing the classes. So, so when this job came available, I applied. Um, you know, I wasn't sure if I would be, you know, qualified to be able to do it, uh, but uh, I was, and um, and so that's how I'm here. 
Well, and you could not have a better boss than you do in Miss Summerstone. She is a champion. I, I, I definitely agree there. Uh, she is a champion of all uh, the departments of the Technology Center. She is the one who approached me to do these monthly spotlights for the newspaper, and she is a phenomenal lady. Um, so, so officially you joined the, you became the instructor in what year? Uh, actually last year. I've only called a year and a half. Oh. So I started in, in August of 2021. And, uh, and so it, it's, it, everything is new to me. I'm still learning. Okay. But you are, in, <laughs> you are enjoying your job. I am enjoying my job, and I, and I think probably the most rewarding thing that I um, can can see with uh, with this job is when you're you're teaching and you think that the kids just are not getting it, you know, and you you struggle thinking that you may not be doing what all needs to be done, and then a light bulb pops on and and they go, I remember that, Miss Copley, I remember that. And and I can tell, you know, that they they really have gotten it, mm -hmm. and that just that just does my heart good. Well, you seem like a very nice lady, and uh, one that would be very connected with your students. Do you feel a connection with your students? I uh, do feel I do feel a connection. I, you know, I mean, there's, um, uh, you know, I mean, I think you know, they're the ones that really want to be here and that really want to, uh, you know, uh, achieve what they want. Uh, I mean, I can I, I can see that, and I'm very proud of them. Uh, I feel like um, that some days I may be, uh, you know, a good listening ear for them, uh, but uh, but also, you know, still expecting them to uh, complete what they need to complete to to be a nurse. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, with every other department that I've talked with each month. Um, you can come away as a graduate from the Technology Center with a certain number of certifications. That is that is undoubtedly true of your uh, program. So, what kind of certifications can your nursing students uh, well when, come away with? When when the girls complete their first year, and those are my junior students, mm -hmm. uh, they're actually in what we call uh, practical nursing one, but they can actually complete all the requirements that they need to be able to sit for their uh, certified nursing assistant exam. Mm -hmm. uh, and I have actually got a couple that have actually taken the test, passed, and are actually even working as seniors. They're working in nursing homes. so. Uh, but that's what they can complete in their first year. Uh, if they decide to continue on with Practical Nursing 2, um, they are actually beginning their first year of college, which is uh, through WCC. Uh, but the nursing program for the LPN program is taught in Galax at Crossroads. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, so they can complete the, their first year of college here uh, once they graduate as seniors, then they uh, will go um, 
and uh, they can do a, a semester of clinical and then they will have one more year to complete and then they will be eligible to set for their LPN exam. Okay. So um, when I, it's been 20 years uh, since I have been out of high school, but when I was out of high school and went into WCC for the next two years, WCC was it as far as nursing program. Right. Uh, the nurses that when I graduated, they were they were the rowdiest. They were the most cheerful. They were the most <laughs> excited because if they made it through that nursing program, they knew that they had made it. I mean, so yeah. is WCC still as as respectable a nursing program as it was 20 years ago? And you're working. Yes. You're working in conjunction with them, right? Right, right. And, uh, you know, in the classes that are taught actually at WCC, at, at the campus here in Whistle, those are the RN students. So they'll be registered nurses when they, um, you know, when they complete it. Uh, but um, through Crossroads, and this is, this is a fairly new program with them starting out the LPNs, uh, which are licensed practical nurses. Um, and so that, uh, I mean, it kind of completes, you know, they can go from CNA to LPN right into REM and, uh, you know, in just several years and, and, you know, and go, you know, go wherever they want to be. If they want to be a nurse practitioner, if they want to, you know, uh, be a traveling nurse, uh, uh, you know, a psychiatric nurse, I mean, the, the the possibilities are endless, mm -hmm. you know, if they take this program. Mm -hmm. And uh, nursing, this is very interesting in my case. Um, I was born with cerebral palsy, and I have spent my life uh, bound to a wheelchair. Um, and uh, my wife was a registered nurse for several years, and then in 2016 she was diagnosed with a rare heart condition that unfortunately put her on disability. However, um, she has had that nursing training, and God bless her sweet soul, she says she is thankful that she had that training because she is able to care for me in, in ways that other people may not know. So right. um, as a nurse, I'm sure... Even if people, I'm sure that most people that go into this field, into this program, want to be nurses or intend to be nurses, but even if you don't become a nurse or work in the medical field, this program can be beneficial to you in many different ways, can it not? Yes, it can. I mean, it, it is just, I, see, I tell my girls every day that this is the foundation or whatever you want to be, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, you know, I mean, and it's just good basic knowledge that, you know, that you, you may not, I mean, they may never want to become a, a you know, a healthcare professional that may not, they may decide that they want to go a completely different route, but with the, you know, with what they learn in these two years that prepares them for, you know, I mean, it sort of prepares them for the world because, you know, there's so much that they can glean from, you know, what, uh, you know, what is taught in these programs. And how many students do you currently have? Well, right now I've got 12 
uh, juniors, which are in my uh, certified nursing assistant class, and then I have seven uh, in the uh, licensed practical nursing uh, class. So I have 12 juniors and uh, seven seniors. Okay, and are they all female? Yes, they are. That's something that we uh, we want to try to work on because uh, last year we started out with a couple of males and they uh, they just decided that it wasn't for them and so mm -hmm. they moved on to something else. But um, you know, I, I really would like to expand that. Uh, you know, we need male nurses uh, and uh, and so and male CNAs. I mean, just. Uh, because of just what their body strength brings, you know, it, they're a lot of times so uh, helpful as far as moving patients and transferring patients. So, uh, you know, we're, we're trying to work on that this year and see if we can't recruit us some uh, male students. Amen to that. And as a, <laughs> as a male who relies on other people for my most intimate and personal care, I have unfortunately a very dismal view of of uh, the nursing situation and the need for competent nurses because I have not had a personal caregiver uh, to fund through Medicaid in over a year and that's because unfortunately even though they say they screen these applicants when you come in and you and you see some of these people that are coming in your home it's more of a hindrance than a help, if that makes any sense. So, unfortunately, my my wife and I have just decided, you know, not to bother with that, but to have a competent, reliable, uh, appropriately paid male caregiver would be a dream come true for someone well, like yes, me. Yes, it, it would. And, you know, and the sad reality is that, uh, you know, you don't see a whole lot of males going into nursing and, you know, and, and I, I, I don't know why that is. I mean, there's, there's so many opportunities. I mean, uh, you know, male nurses make great, uh, ER nurses, uh, make great, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, they would make great long-term care nurses. Um, and I, I just don't know. I just don't think that sometimes that it's marketed toward them. And so they don't, uh, you know, they, they just don't have an interest in it. Well, and I can easily get on a personal soapbox here, but society, <laughs> so, society is so easy, is, will so easily cast people like me uh, who are dependent on other people for their care and just say, well, let's just put him in a, in a nursing home. And it's not, and it's not that simple. As disabled yeah. as as disabled people, we I am a husband, I am a father, I pay my own bills, I I, I help to I I take care of my daughter and my wife and and I'm I'm as valuable to you know, I have this job that we're doing right now. I'm as valuable to society as anyone standing on their own two feet. And there are many, many like me who should be in their own homes and should be thriving in the communities and not in nursing homes. And right. but, but we just need and and should have that personal care to where we don't oh, yeah. have that fear constantly is am I going to be in my home and with my family the next year or the next week?
you know, because I, I, I live in that fear every day because uh, of a lack of continuity of care. And, right. uh, and that is something that I battle every single day. And so th there are so many changes within uh, the nursing field and the medical field, and there, there should be more allowances because it's cheaper on the government to keep us at home. I don't know why that they, you know, uh, you know, I, I don't know why that that's not championed any better than it is. Right. I, I agree with you there. I mean, I did, um, I did home health and hospice for a period of time, um, during my nursing career. And so, uh, you know, I would see that the, the people would be so much better off if they were just at home in their own environment and, you know, and having people in. Thankfully, I had a really good group of, um, you know, uh, certified nursing assistants that were able to, you know, go in and take care of these little patients. And I felt like that they got superb care, but it, it's just not the case. I mean, there's just, I don't, I don't know why people aren't going into, um, you know, CNA work more than they do. And uh, we need those. We, you know, we need to have those you know, in the community or in the, you know, just in the world, we need more. Well, we're the, I mean, people are being so rewarded now. We're in a society where we're rewarded not to work. They're offering, you know, $17 an hour to go to McDonald's and they offer you nine fifty to go into a home health CNA situation. You know, which one would you choose? And it, it just... Right. It simply is not fair. It's much it's much easier than than nursing home work. You have the same patient every day. You know the routine. I'm very structured. It would be the same routine every day. I'm I'm not that hard to take care of. I don't have somebody. I don't need to have somebody over my shoulder 24 hours a day. Uh, and but I'm, what I'm saying is that there are there are so many other people like me that can function very well on their own. They just need help with getting in and out of bed or on and off the toilet or or, right. or driven. I have my own vehicle, but I have to be driven to and from the grocery store. But I do I do things just like everybody else does, and it's just not right. fair that people like yeah. us are not afforded the opportunities because governmental funds are not going where they should be going. Well, I just I have said for many years that the whole system is broken. Mm -hmm. It's just it's it's just broken. I mean, you know, you have you have programs where people are like you say are rewarded for, you know, just staying at home and not not doing. And mm -hmm. then you've got people that want to work and are willing to work and want to take care of themselves and they're the ones that seem to always be neglected or, or left behind. And um, and it, and it just seems every year that I'm in nursing, it just seems to get worse and worse. Right. Or so it, I, I, you know, and I have had many good CNAs, but they don't stay because they don't get the proper pay. If they are right. if they are reliable, if they are dependable, if they are consistent in their work, they should be paid handsomely for what they do. I agree. There, I said that was one of the. Uh, occupations of all the many years that I've worked that they were the most unappreciated and the most underpaid um, 
probably employees in any kind of healthcare facility. And uh, and, and that's why more often than not we end we end up with the dread with the dregs of humanity coming in and pretending to work because the good people won't do that and the bad people know they don't have to be screened or officially background checked or whatever and that's their easy easy way to get a job and that's not it and it's not fair to us it's not fair to them no it's not it's not um, so anyway, enough about my soapbox. I just wanted a chance to, <laughs> wanted a chance to get that out there because uh, <laughs> you know there are, we need we need good people, we need good help. So if there, okay. if there are young people wanting to make a difference in the world, there are so many of us that want to be in our home and contribute to society too. Please come and help us. And, right. You know. And uh, and I tell you, uh, the the lack of compassion that I see have seen over the years too has dropped drastically. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I've I've felt like for a long time that some people go into healthcare just because they know they're going to get a good paycheck. Mm-hmm. But you have to have compassion for those patients. You have to want to take care of them. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I don't know how many times that I say in this classroom. Treat these patients like you would want your grandfather to be treated Absolutely. or your grandmother or, another, you know, an uncle, an older uncle, you know, just, you know, treat them with that compassion. No, you don't have to, uh, you know, you don't have to, uh, you know, love on them or, you know, but but just have compassion. Be caring. Listen to them. Do what, you know, just do what they ask. If they tell you the same thing 500 times, just listen to them. That's mm-hmm. all they want. That's um, right. And I just feel like it, it just has gone out the door. I don't I don't know what, you know, I don't know if society has done that or what has, you know, done that. But mm-hmm. uh, That being said, with the students that you have, do you find that they are enthusiastic about what they're doing? Or? Uh, the majority of them, yes. I mean, okay. we, we, I still have a couple that I have to kind of prod along. Sure. But I think that's going to be in anything that you, you do. But, but I mean, for the most part, I think the, the students that, that I've seen, and of course, granted, I have, like I say, I've only done it a year and a half. So, but the students that I have seen, uh, do have that compassion, um, you know, and they do excellent when they go to clinicals. We've been going to um, Carrington Place here in Whistle for their clinical experience. Uh, twice a week we go. And um, and just, I mean, just hearing them, you know, seeing how they act in the classroom and then seeing how they act when they get to the nursing home, um, it makes me feel good that they, they do have that compassion. They do have that empathy for for people that can't care for themselves. And that is key. That is key. Yes, it is key. Uh, it is. Can you explain to me, other than the LPN and uh, CNA certifications that they have, what are some other benefits of the nursing program? Um, I mean, I, they, you know, I mean, within this program too, they have to learn CPR. So, you know, that's something that they could use. Anytime. I mean, you know, it doesn't, it wouldn't have to necessarily mean that they're on a job. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. once you're certified in that CPR, then, you know, you're eligible to, 
perform that in the event that you're anywhere that somebody, you know, has a has a cardiac event or, you know, has to have CPR. Um, I just think that it makes them more responsible. Uh, you know, just send not just not just the compassion and the empathy uh, end of it, but I think that they have to be responsible and learn being responsible for their actions that they take. And, you know, and it, and that can be, you know, I mean, that's everyday living, you know, that you have to, you have to be responsible for what you do. You have to be responsible for the mistakes you make. Um, and, and I, and I see that in, in these students. I mean, I see that, but I think it raises up, um, I don't know if I'd say leaders, but I guess it could be. It raises them up to be a responsible uh, part of society. Mm -hmm. What uh, would you like to see in the future of your program and the, in the future of nursing in general? Uh, well, as far as... Um, for the program, I mean, I think I want to, you know, once again, I'm, I'm putting in there, you know, I'd love to have some male students. I think mm -hmm. that that would be, that would be an asset to our program. Um, but um, just growing the program, I mean, you know, right now, I mean, I can have up to 20 students in each class. And right now, you know, we're still staying very low numbers, uh, still, you know, staying down in the, you know, the, lower teens, um, you know, at best. So wanting to see that program grow, being able to, um, you know, I guess produce more, more students and more nurses to be out there to be able to work within the community, or even if they decide not to stay in our community, uh, but being, uh, you know, able to, to, to go other places and kindly, um, you know, because there's so there's such a deficit for the amount of um, you know nurses or healthcare workers. Period. Uh, you know that you you see used to be they'd say, well, just become a nurse because you can always find a job. But you know, it's just it that might be the case, but it you know they just don't seem to get out there. But just I would love to grow the program bigger than it is now. Okay, and for nursing in general. Um, for nursing in general, I mean, I, I, I think that nursing changes so rapidly, um, on a, I mean, on a daily, weekly basis, there's something that, you know, that has, uh, you know, come available, but just having, being able to, uh, um, you know, for, for people that are young nurses or, or even older ones, you know, being able to, um, have, have, you know, like learning experiences that would help them with their everyday clinical uh, activities. I mean, I think sometimes that, you know, you get a job, you get put into a job, they do your basic orientation and training, but, you know, but each, I think each area that you work in, uh, there's always going to be something that is, you know, something's going to go on um, during that, you know, during your work experience that I feel like that you need, that nurses need to expand their knowledge, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. Okay. And um, you haven't been a teacher very long, but have you, uh, have you noticed any success stories in the graduates that you've taught? 
Well, I do I have a, a student uh, or a couple of students actually from last year that have kept in touch with me. They talked of, um, uh, had one that she um, actually went and uh, passed her uh, CNA exam and she's working at a nursing home. She's presently going to uh, college for her, um, to, to get her RN. Uh, she's, I mean, she's a good, she was always a good student and a good worker in class. And, uh, you know, so it made me feel really good when she contacted me and I kept telling them last year, you know, I, um, I sometimes think that, um, we want them to succeed and I'm not saying that I'm giving them, you know, giving them the answers or giving them the information, but you just want to, want them to be successful. But I told them, I said, but, you know, I said, we sort of um, guide you along here. And I said, once you get in college, it's going to be a little harder than that. And I said, I just want you all to be aware of that. I said, you know, that's how it's going to happen. And uh, she came back and said, you were right, Miss Copley. It, it is harder at college. And so that kind of made me feel good because she remembered that. She remembered me saying that. So, so but, uh, but she's probably my my biggest success story. I mean, I know I had a couple that, uh, that were going on to nursing school, but haven't been in touch with them. I actually haven't even seen them out in the community to even ask them how they're doing. So, but, uh, um, but she's probably, probably the, the best, the best success story that I have in just a short period of time. And then, like I say, I've got a couple of students that are here in my, you know, that are seniors that have already passed their CNA exam and have, you know, gotten a job at the, the Rural Retreat Care Center and are working as CNAs. So, um, so you know, so that makes me feel a little accomplished. Okay, very good. Is there anything else that we didn't cover? That you want I, I can't think of anything. All right. Well, I appreciate your time. It's been nice talking with you. It's been nice talking to you, and I appreciate you uh, giving me this opportunity to talk.